time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast is here. Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant at Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro with an office on Mears Chapel Road. You can find us online at roadmapfinancial.com. On today's show, we're talking about the status of the American Pension Plan and asking the question, okay, are pension plans truly disappearing across the country? And if they are, let's take a look at the status of the pension plan and how changes in that space impact you when planning for retirement. Glenn, do pensions in some way, shape, or form come up in most of your conversations about retirement planning with people? They do come up, Walter. And, you know, I mean, and it's part of my discovery process, obviously. I mean, we need to, we need to understand whether or not, you know, folks have, a, you know, have pensions. And if so, how do they work, you know, and, you know, is a, if, if it's a married couple, you know, are there, are there survivor benefits? Are those elections, you know, uh, have they already been made, you know, by the time that, that, that we're sitting down and having our conversation or, you know, um, ha- are those decisions to be made in the future? Obviously, if we if there are decisions to be made in the future, then we have we have a little bit more, um, you know, planning opportunities there that, you know, that uh, that we can kind of figure out what to do. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it comes up and, you know, I have to say that, I mean, we're seeing fewer and fewer um, you know, pensions. Um, but, but at the same time, it's something that does come up and it's certainly something that we need to account for because it plays a big role in, in, in everything in the, in the retirement, you know, uh, puzzle, right? It, it, you know, it can affect social security. It can determine, you know, it's like, you know, what is, what is the, you know, what, what do we need to think about in terms of positioning and or strategizing about any other save money like 401ks and IRAs? It's a major piece of the puzzle. And it's something that, you know, oftentimes doesn't have a lot of flexibility, particularly if it's, if you have to take the monthly payout or if you've already elected to take the monthly payout, because it's something that's going to end up, you know, going on to the tax return. And so every other piece of the puzzle is going to interact with that and, and, you know, and, and, and be, you know, we've, we've got it, we've got to kind of look at if this is there, then, you know, what are, what are some other possibilities to do to, to look at what is your future retirement income going to look like? And can we make sure that you're not going to pay too much in taxes, you know, in the future, or, you know, we need to make sure that, you know, that your spouse is going to be taken care of if something does happen you know, to you and, and possibly that, that pension income, does it completely go away? Does it get reduced? There's a lot of conversation to be had in there, in there Walter, as I'm sure you can imagine. Well, we can look at things, Glenn, from a national perspective and, and see a lot of the national stories about pension, but let's dial back a little bit and just talk locally. How many companies do you come across in the area that are still providing pensions when you're meeting with folks to talk to them about retirement? I mean, is, this, is, is it still a good number of folks that are walking through or is it truly dwindling? No, Walter. I mean, I, we rarely see it, right? I mean, a lot of the time, if I mean, if something comes up in that conversation, I mean, sometimes I have folks come in for their initial consultation. They may have, you know, um, you know, come to a workshop that I've done in the past, or maybe they just had their tax tax returns prepared by our office, you know, or maybe maybe a friend of theirs is a client, of, you know, of mine, and and then we, you know, we, you know, they they come in and they say, hey, I just got this letter, and I and I've got these choices to make, and I'm not sure exactly what to do, but you know, there it looks like that they're that they're wanting to buy out my pension and give me a lump sum, or you know, the, you know, you'll, you'll see situations like that. I've even seen situations where folks have have been receiving the monthly payments, and the you know, the company wants to end that, and they want to, they basically want to buy it out. And so it's a scenario where, you know, you, you, you know, there's a lot of different, you know, things to think about 
when that comes up, you know, comes up and, and it's, you know, it's part of the conversation about retirement, but you know, it's, it's really a dwindling thing. I think, you know, the thing that's, the, that has still stayed consistent is, is, you know, folks that, um, folks that work, you know, in, in, with the government in some capacity, whether it be the federal government or the, you know, the state government or, you know, or local, I mean, oftentimes, I mean, that's part of their deal from, you know, from the get go. And that pension is there at least for now. And, and th- those are the ones that are consistent. But other, other than that, you know, it, it's, you know, you, you see fewer and fewer and fewer. And when you do, when it does come up, it oftentimes is that conversation that I was just describing. It's just like, Hey, they're, you know, they're, they're offering this and, you know, is this a good idea or, or is it not a good idea? And, and again, obviously it depends upon, you know, what, what are the parameters around it, but yeah, it's it's something that we see less and less of, you know, particularly, you know, I mean, I look back, you know, maybe over the last decade and it's, you know, it wasn't, you know, it was starting to dwindle then, but it's really starting, you know, more more so now than than, than ever. So you go from this landscape where it's all about the pension to where the landscape has changed so much that the pension's really hardly existent for, you know, most people. Um, that obviously has to change retirement planning and the way that it's done and the way that you would approach your job tremendously. Uh, how, how has that landscape changed for the average pre-retiree? Well, you know, I mean, I rarely see that. I, I don't see that many scenarios where folks even, you know, it was, you know, I'll ask that question and, you know, mo- all, oftentimes I'll get, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of get a chuckle. It's like, no, I wish I had a pension, but, you know, that's just not something that's there. But, you know, it's not necessarily, a, you know, a, a all bad because, you know, the, as we were kind of talking before about the fact that, you know, if, if somebody has pension income, and they've decided to take the payout, or maybe they have to take the payout, you know, and they're not given the opportunity to, you know, to take it in a lump sum or to roll it over into an IRA or something like that. Well, I mean, that income is, is going to year after year, you know, land on the tax return, you know, with, and it, it's not going to stop. And, and some folks might say, well, Glenn, you know, the ha- you know, that's a good thing, right? And it's like, well, yes, it's good. But it's like, you know, we've, we've, we've talked in, the, in, in previous shows, it's like, there's the good part. And then there's the bad part of that, right? And so, you know, what, well, what could possibly be bad about that? Well, the, you know, what's something that could be, you know, could be there is, is how much money have you saved for retirement in like a traditional IRA or a 401k? And are you, are you also, you know, getting social security? Most people are getting social security. And so social security, as we've talked about many times, is not inherently taxable, but it becomes subject to taxation based on how much other income you have. And so when you have pension income that interacts with that, oftentimes it can push the social security into the taxable column. And then depending upon how much other money you've got saved in a 401k or an IRA, it might push all the way up to 85% of your social security into the taxable column under current law. You know, there's there's talk about, you know, possibly ma- making all of your social security subject to taxation. I mean, that's nothing that's 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 happened yet, but it's conceivable to, you know, as 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 the country, you know, has you know the debts and the deficits and everything that's there, there's gonna be changes in tax law going forward. And so it's 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 something that we wanna consider. It goes into the idea of of, you know, do we wanna do any you know Roth Roth IRA conversions? You know, you know, or, or if you're younger, you know, should you put money into a Roth 401k if it's available or should you put it into the traditional? And again, it depends, but we have to look at all of those pieces of the puzzle. And that pension income really is a really large piece because it interacts so much with other with other pieces of the of the retirement you know, income. And, you know, we, we want to make sure that 
we get as efficient as we can be because I've not I've yet to meet anybody that wants to send extra money to the state capital or or to, or to Washington D.C. in the form of additional taxes if they can avoid it. And so we have to think whenever we're thinking about retirement income, the idea of being tax aware, you know, you know, really needs to be part of that conversation, at least as far as I'm concerned. Well, I think that's pretty wise, Glenn, and uh, worth thinking about for a lot of people who are dealing with this issue of no pension plan, how do you react, how do you change your approach, and that sort of thing. Um, you mentioned this a little bit earlier, the folks who have been offered something like a pension buyout, where they say, okay, the company doesn't really want to pay <laughs> pay the employee for years and years and years after they're done working. Um, so, hey, can you take this lump sum at retirement instead of the monthly income? How do those conversations usually play out for you? Well, and again, Walter, I mean, as, as you well know, I mean, it depends, but there's an, there's a lot of cases where it can really make sense to take that lump sum and to roll it over into an IRA, right? There are other situations where it might make sense to, to take the monthly payments. Again, it depends upon, you know, what is, what is the overall, what is the overall situation? How much do you have saved for, you know, for retirement and your other accounts? Is that money saved into Roth accounts? Is it saved into pre-tax accounts? It's a big portion of the puzzle because we, if we know what the what the monthly monthly income is going to be, we can also look at what what does the Social Security look like that's going to be like, and then we can start to say, okay, well, if you have this automatically happen, and then that's then it's likely to mean that this much of your Social Security is going to get is going to be subject to taxation. If you were to take this, you know, lump sum, and we were to do some uh, positioning, you know, and 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 roll it into you know, to an IRA, and possibly look at doing some conversions, we might be able to, you know, to have a scenario where, you know, you would have less of your less of your Social Security be be taxable, or maybe maybe we can make make you know your Social Security be you know completely tax free in certain situations. The other thing that comes into play too, Walter, is is that you know if if you get the lump sum, now you have control of the asset, and you know if you know let's just hypothetically say, I mean, if you were to pass away early, and maybe and and or your spouse passes away early, and you know and you and you took the monthly payout, well then then you know then it's, it just stops and there's no more payout. Whereas if you take the if you, you roll the lump sum over into an account that you control. And you determine how you're going to take it, and you know, and, and you know, and if we, you're going to do any any kind of uh, you know tax aware planning or anything like that with it, you might end up having a, an asset that you could pass on to kids and grandkids, whereas you know the monthly payout wouldn't you know wouldn't allow for that. So there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of things to consider, and it's not just oh well I should automatically do this or I should automatically do that. You know we 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 want to look at you know what 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 is your entire picture? Okay, well, I understand that you have this potential for a lump sum payout or a, or a, or a buyout but let's look at your social security let's look at your other accounts let's look at you know do you have you know do you have you know do you have the other risks and you know and yes uh, you, you know sufficient um, you know hedges against the other risks of retirement you know in place we want to look at everything you know and and you know as, as if we can you know before before you know major decisions are made but once you flip that switch and you say no I'm absolutely going to take that payout well then, you know, then then you you know then at that point in time that decision's been made and you may not have other flexibility and that might have been a good decision and it might not have been a good decision but the only real way that uh, that that I think you can make that decision is is you know if you have 
you know, the facts, you know, to evaluate. And oftentimes folks don't have have as many facts as they, you know, that they might rather have if they, if they would have known better or if they'd have known more information before they made the decision. And so that's why, you know, it kind of leads me to the, you know, it depends answer because it does, you know, and we want to evaluate all of those pieces of that puzzle. And you know, like I say, there's a lot of times when it makes sense to, to take that lump sum. There are other times, though, that it doesn't, and it's not a one-size-fits-all. And I know a lot of folks like, you know, they, they want to just know, well, you know, should I do this or should I do that? And, and they want a quick answer, but it oftentimes you, you really, in, in fact, I mean, I don't know of any situation where you can just give a quick answer. You really need more of the details, and it can make a really, really big difference, you know, as to whether you, did, you, you, you make this decision or you make that decision. Makes a lot of sense, Glenn. I guess one more question for you on this, on this topic you know, whether someone has that actual pension or whether you're helping them create some sort of stream of income that behaves like a pension or, you know, they're, they're taking the lump sum, all these different scenarios. How do you then plan for inflation? Because all of these situations still have that problem pop up, right? I mean, because we fast forward 10, 20, 30 years into the future, that money's not going to have the same buying power. So how do you problem solve that part of the equation? Well, that's exactly right, Walter. And that's oftentimes a challenge with some with some pensions, right? And in fact, most pensions, you know, I mean, there are there are a few pensions that I've seen where you know they they adjust for inflation, but by and large, most of them don't. You know, now inflation has been relatively low, and you know, and you know, in 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 the recent history. However, there's maybe some indications that that might not continue to be, you know, because you know things kind of ebb and flow and change through economic cycles. If you think back into the you know the 70s and 80s that we had really high inflation, right? And over time, it's kind of come down. You know, well, there's you know, there's there's you know, there's arguments being made by by certain folks and you know in, in the industry. They're saying, hey, we're going to be looking at you know rising inflation, and and if you know if that really comes to fruition and that and that you know that becomes the norm, well, then like you say, I mean, your buying power is going to erode over time. So yes, I mean we have to look at that whether whether you have a you know you're, you're thinking that you want to take the the pension payout and the monthly payment or if we if we if you if you go in the other direction and you say hey well, let's let's roll that over into the IRA you know you know, are, you know how are we going to plan for that and there are financial products that you know that are that are out there that will that they can have you know potentially have increasing income over time you know that you also look at you know well. You know, you know, how do you position your money? You know, you have your shorter term money and, you know, and you have your longer term money. You know, you know, can you can you look for more growth in your longer term money to help offset that? It's part of that overall planning process, Walter. And, you know, it, it, it makes sense to if you don't have that kind of plan in place, you really want to look at, you know, l- making some appointments to have some of those conversations before you make those decisions because some decisions you know, are you know you can't change i mean they're irrevo- they're irrevocable others sometimes you can but you know if you if you've made a decision that you can't change you know you might live to regret that you know in some cases and so i, I always encourage folks you know before you do let's let's have a conversation and let's look at let's look at all the pieces of the puzzle let's look at what are you know you know what are your needs and what are your desires and you know how do we put a plan together that 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 factors in all of that and and including the inflation you know piece of the puzzle Glenn, love it. And uh, I think it's a conversation that I'm glad we had here on the podcast and something that everybody should be having with you when they come in to meet. You know, how are we going to create your own pension if you don't have one already? Handling lump sum conversations and issues, the buyout side of things, and yeah, keeping up with inflation 
All very important parts of the planning process. Not 100% of the planning process, but those answer some pretty big questions for a lot of people. In fact, if you have additional questions, something like we've discussed on this podcast or others, and you're wondering how to best prepare for your financial future and retirement, you can set up a free consultation with Glenn to talk one-on-one about things. You can dial 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. Or go to roadmapfinancial.com. That's roadmapfinancial.com. And just click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page to schedule your time to meet. Glenn, appreciate you being with us on the program today. Enjoyed it as always, and we'll talk again soon. Fantastic, Walter. All right, very good. New episodes every week, so we'll talk to you again next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 